recorded live. Hey everyone, Hassan here, and you're listening to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Today is February 19th, and this is episode number 85. I cannot believe it's an 85 episode. That's insane. Only 15 away from the big 100. Uh, this episode is called Year of Luigi, and today we have the usual two crew members here with us. We have Steve. Hey guys. And Greg. Hi everybody. Can you guys believe it's been 85 episodes of the podcast? That's crazy. Steve, and I know you've it been is. here, I guess, from the beginning. That's um, true. And I yeah, think, yeah. And yeah, if you count, if you count the uh, the old podcast, we probably have done about 100 episodes. That's true. We did have the, the weekly fuse, I think is what it was called before. Yeah. I think that's what we called it, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, um, so, yeah, this is episode number 85, and um, we're at a, a temporary new time of 8 o'clock. Uh, normally, we do them every other Tuesday at 9 p.m., but um, for this episode and maybe the next one or two, uh, we'll probably do them at 8 o'clock, and then we'll kind of, uh, we'll see, we might go back, I guess, go back to the, the usual 9 p.m. time and stuff. Um, so I'm on campus right now, so I apologize if you guys hear any, like, background noise or anything, but I will try and uh, mute myself whenever I'm not talking and stuff, so we'll uh, we'll get to that. So let's get into it. We kind of have a lot to sort of discuss, so... Uh, let's start off with the usual, um, the games that we've been playing. Oh, and real quick, by the way, I forgot to mention, we do have, um, as this podcast is done live, people can join in to the chat as well. Um, so we do have right now, we have Ross, uh, who's in the chat, and we have Viv Nino. Oh, Viv Nino's back. He's, uh, he used to be um, in the chat before, so welcome back. And yeah. we have um, another guest as well. Um, so... Sweet. So, you guys, whoever's in the chat, you can kind of post your comments, and we'll, you know, mention them on the podcast as well. Uh, Ross likes that uh, the recorded live from Talk Show that uh, the lady does the voice, so that's, that's nice. Um, I remember that one time where he thought he we actually did it live. <laughs> that's we were, right. We were yeah, at we, uh, taxi. <laughs> yeah, we did it live with Ross there. Um, that was funny. Okay, that's not us. We're, we don't sound uh, like that lady. Sorry. Um <laughs> But, um, but yeah, and so you can also call into the podcast live as well. So um, full details on how to do that are on NintendoFuse.com. Check that out. Um, and uh, I'm getting some weird stares from people on, the, on campus. They're looking at me like, is this guy talking to himself? I'm like, <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, I'm, I promise I'm not crazy. Well, maybe just a little. All right. Um, so let's get to the games that we've been playing this week. Um, so I'll start off. And, uh the main thing that I've kind of been playing, I mean, I've been playing a little bit of other, you know, things that I mentioned before, but the main new thing is Brain Age Concentration Training for the 3DS. Um, I thought it'd be kind of interesting, you know, concentration training. It'll kind of help me focus on stuff. Uh, ironically enough, it didn't help me concentrate on doing schoolwork because I was concentrating on playing the game for a little bit. But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's Brain Age. If you've played any of the other Brain Age games before, it's... Um, pretty similar to that. At least I've only played like very briefly, um, like one or two days worth. Cause I guess, you know, every day there's new stuff that's unlocked and everything. But, uh, um, so some of the similar things like that calculations times 20, or, you know, similar, uh, mini games like that from previous games and also one or two new things that I played. Um, but there's also like the, uh, I forgot what it's called, like the devilish training or something like that, which is new to this game. And, uh, that's where it sort of takes things up a notch a bit and makes things kind of difficult where, like, there's a calculations thing, which, you know, if you've played the, the typical Brain Age game before, it's like you have the calculations, like the addition, subtraction, multiplication kind of stuff, like on the top screen and the bottom screen, you write out your answer on the touch screen, and then it goes to the next question and so on. 
but with a devilish training version, it was um, it made you well. There's one mode where like whatever the question was, let's say it was five plus two, so the answer is you know seven. But you don't answer seven, it goes to the next question, which might be three times nine, which is twenty-seven. But when the three times nine one was there, you have to type in seven, so you have to answer the previous question. And so yeah. it would kind of slowly go to the next question. You had to kind of remember the last answer as you got through. So that was a little challenging. And then once you, if you did good enough in that, then it gave you one where you have to answer two questions back. And so that was where it got really tricky. I, I, I kind of did the one question back one decently, and then the two question one back, it's just so fast. It's like I couldn't keep up with it. Um, wow. So that's, that's definitely a really challenging, really interesting. Uh, kind of want to play more of it and, and uh, see if I can do better. Um, so that's kind of – I didn't really get to play too much of the mini games. If there's any other interesting things, I'll kind of mention them in, in later podcasts and stuff. But um, initially starting out, that's kind of what I noticed. The devilish training sort of takes the usual stuff but takes it up a notch. And, and uh, so it's, it definitely seems like it'll be um, pretty sweet. Uh, there's nothing too special about 3D, obviously. Like I think when you're in the menus and that kind of stuff, like the, the Dr. I think Kawashima, I think the guy's name is, like his head is sort of like floating slightly, like it's a little 3D, but a lot of the mini games, like you have to turn the 3D sideways anyway, so the 3D just turns off. Like there's nothing fancy with 3D there. It's just the two-screen part is really what, what's important there with this current age. So, um, so, yeah, I think there's a demo out on the eShop as well if anyone wanted to check that out. So definitely uh, see what that's like. So uh, that's... Uh, Brain age concentration training. Did you notice anything with it being used in Excel instead of a regular one? Because I don't know if it was made for the Excel. Um, sorry, like you said, like any difference between the Excel one? Well, yeah, because you probably played like the first one on like the original DS or whatever, not a DS Excel, but I just didn't know if like it was the, uh, 3DS Excel would be harder to hold sideways. I don't know. That's what I'm trying oh, to get at. That's true. Um, yeah, and actually, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't have any any issues with that. Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty comfortable to kind of um, hold sideways and everything. Um, yeah, because the 3DS XL is definitely bigger than the the DS and everything. Uh, yeah, no no issues there. Um, it is kind of annoying a little bit, like with having to sometimes tilt back and forth. Like when when it starts the game, it tells you to kind of tilt your 3DS. So like the 3D just for like a second or two before you hit OK. Like, if you kind of turn it beforehand, you're like, ah, blurry screen, and then it, like, you know, once you get to the, once the game starts, it's fine. So that's a little weird that, like, the 3D kind of turns off when you turn sideways, which, you know, because 3D is not going to work that way, but um, that's really the only thing. Uh, but it's pretty comfortable to hold, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, brain age concentration training. Uh, and like I said, if there's any other interesting things that come up in the future, any other special mini games or something, I'll kind of mention that as well. Um, but that's really the, the main new thing that I've been playing. Uh, what about you, Greg? What are, what are some of the things you've been playing? In a game called Bloody Vampire, we got a review copy of it almost after it came out on the 3DS eShop. Pretty much it's like one of those Metroidvania kind of games where you go around exploring. It actually plays a lot similar to La Malena, if you ever got that for the WiiWare or whatever, because it's pretty much just exploration and finding new items, fighting bosses, and it's kind of like finding out where to go and looking around. I mean, it's a lot more smaller scale than La Molina. There's not, like, a vast uh, amount of land to explore, but it's still, the essence is exploring and fighting monsters, getting money and purchasing newer items and finding newer items. 
and like just beating bosses. And the story is actually really cool. I hope to have a good comment on it and the review that I'll be posting in a little while. But the game's not super long. I've been playing it maybe five or seven hours or so, and I think I'm almost at the end already. So the game isn't super long, but it's been very fun overall. And then the other game I've been playing is Puddle, and that's on the Wii U eShop. I also got a review copy for that one. It's, that one plays very similar to, like, Fluidity, but this one's more kind of kind of like racing to the end, like you're timed on every single level, and pretty much you're supposed to kind of beat the target time kind of thing to get a gold medal, or if you get different time level, then you get a silver, and then there's one for copper, and then pretty much you kind of just go through the level as quickly as you can, and then it gives you like a ranking on your time. And similar to Nano Salt Neo, it ranks you with all your friends and worldwide with everybody else based on your time. There's not really any special abilities like turning to ice or cloud or anything like that. It seems to be more like a, water, like a liquid water kind of racing game that has like some aspects where you have to hit some switches and stuff, and pretty much you're just tilting the gamepad either left to right or using uh, ZR or ZL just to, or it'll, it'll, tilt, it'll tilt it on its own by just hitting those buttons. What's, uh, like that could be another uh, competitive game for us or something. That's true. Um, what's the, I guess, comparison with like games like uh, Fluidity? Because it seems like a pretty obvious uh, comparison there. Um, have you played Fluidity? And if so, like what's What's some differences, I guess, in it? I have played the Fluidity for both the Woodware and for the 3DS. I actually have the 3DS one. Um, pretty much the difference is like, there's not really any of the powers. Like, you can't really gather in burst. So pretty much a lot of the levels are kind of like downward flow. So it's kind of you only can tilt it so much for the water to go so much. And then it's a lot harder to keep a good chunk of it together. I mean, you'll get separated throughout the level, and it also kind of shows like a meter on how much you're, the minimum that you need to beat the level, so you don't get like points off for saying, having like almost all the water missing, it's pretty much just having enough left at the end of the level to trigger the exit sequence, and I mean, you'll like tilt it up, and you'll hit a switch, or you'll tilt, tilt it the other side, you'll hit a different switch, and it's also dodging like spikes and traps, like heat traps and stuff like that. But overall, it's pretty much just like a fluidity game, just kind of more racing through and not really trying to find anything in particular. There's not really any bonus items to find or very many shortcuts to find either. Is there a off-TV play at all? Yes. Okay, sweet. That's, that's probably one of my favorite features. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, how much how much is that right now? Is it on is it on sale or I forget. I don't think it's, I don't think it's on I don't think it's on sale. I think it's like around ten dollars or fifteen at most. I don't think I don't think it's anything more than fifteen, but I don't think it's anything less than ten. Okay. It's right in between that range. I haven't seen it on listed on Nintendo because I was going to try to put that in my review that I'm writing for. It. I usually list the price of it, but. I have to go to the Wii U eShop and get that information. Okay, cool. 
No, definitely. Uh, I'm definitely kind of curious about that because I haven't really gotten into fluidity or any of that stuff. But um, but if this is off TV play and it's not too expensive, I might uh, not look into that. It's always fun to mm-hmm. to compete with everyone too. So that's an added bonus. Um, it's true. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure I'm still on top. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I know. I haven't. <laughs> I'll get back to it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what about you, Steve? What have you been playing? I actually haven't been playing a whole lot um, of games this past week. Uh, however, uh, we received a few. Um, I don't know if you can call it copies uh, necessarily, but uh, pieces of uh, accessory, um, I guess. And so. Uh, soon, as I can get myself over to the post office, I'm actually going to be sending all of you guys, uh, you and Greg, both one of these uh, comfort styluses, um, styli, I guess, uh, that I got from the company, Comfort Stylus. And you can read more about them at comfortstylus.com. But the basic idea is it's uh, it's a stylus that is very um, flexible and the, so you can hold it like normal or whatever, but you can also kind of uh, wrap it around your finger, which is kind of how they suggest using it. And so you don't have to, you know, hold onto it with two or three fingers like you would a normal stylus. You can just kind of wrap it around one finger and instead of, I guess the idea is instead of smudging up your Wii U screen or your 3DS screen or whatever with your fingers or whatever, you just tap with the stylus attached to your finger. So um, I will say just quickly that when I first started using it, I didn't really like it, and I didn't really see the point. However, after I started using it and trying to, like, only use that and not use the uh, the included stylus with either 3DS or Wii U, um, I actually started enjoying it a little more and started, started to see some benefits and, you know, had to play around with it to, to be able to kind of get it to mold to my finger and, and hold on, you know, tight the way I wanted it to be, you know, to to be on my finger and everything. But after after playing around with it a little bit, it finally started, you know, feeling more comfortable and uh and yeah, I can I can see some benefits of it. Um the only thing is it, it is seven ninety nine. So um it's kind of a unfortunate price. It's kinda of little little pricey but I do understand because um, it is just a I think one lady who makes these things or has invented them and she's trying to sell them. But they come in four different colors. Uh, blue, red, white, and pink, and those are just the tip colors of the like the each tip on both sides. Um, the the actual like main part of the stylus is all is black on all four four uh, colors. Um, the other negative I would say is it doesn't fit in your 3ds or Wii U uh, stylus slot very well at all. It's actually a little taller than both. Um, so it's not like you can actually store it where the other stylus normally goes in. I guess you could kind of make it work and everything, but if you just straighten it out and try to stick it in there, it does stick out quite a bit. So, yep. And did you um, did you usually wrap it around your thumb or your I guess pointer finger? Or? I did my pointer finger usually. Yeah, um, I didn't try my thumb. Just I think when I found out, like most of the time, I was. If I was using just my finger touching different stuff, um, it was usually my pointer finger or my middle finger anyhow. So I haven't really tried to do any other fingers. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking of like the thumb strap they have for the DS. And I remember that was a little awkward. Like it kind of is a little weird, but... Uh, yeah, it's true. I, I, now that you 
mentioned that. I maybe I'll I'll try it. I don't know. I guess it wouldn't matter until we have a game that is supposed to you know control. And I don't know, know if we ever will on the Wii U um, control like that, but maybe on the 3DS I can see if it you know what it feels like to do that. Oh, I'll report back and uh, I'll get you guys your yours uh, as soon as I get to the post office and uh, send those out, and you guys can. We can talk about them briefly in a in a future podcast after you guys get a chance to see them. You know, they've yeah. tried out for like Yoshi Kart or anything like that, that it has the drawing on Nintendo Land or anything like that? Have I been able to draw them? No. Well, I couldn't draw them. Draw, like, <laughs> draw with it, like draw with it for the game like Yoshi Kart. Like, like draw the oh, path around. Oh, like those games. Okay. I thought you meant like actually like in the Miiverse. I was like, I couldn't draw even if I had like a amazing stylus that costs fifty dollars. Um, <laughs> um I actually haven't tried it with uh any any games like that yet. Most of the time I actually have been using it um is on you know just navigating the uh the Wii U menu and um Miiverse and, and stuff like that. Um I used it when I was you know, playing around with uh, Wii Street U and stuff like that too, but um I haven't really I haven't given it a chance to, to use it in, in Nintendo Land yet. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll get to try that out and we'll discuss our, our thoughts on that later as well. So that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, that's it for what we've been playing recently. So now let's get into the main event for this podcast. Uh, we're just going to focus on one thing basically, and uh, it's really a lot of things all in this one thing. And that is uh, there was a recent Nintendo Direct. Uh, we already had the Wii U one, which is what we discussed in the last podcast. But then Nintendo's like, you know what? We're not done yet. We have a, well. I can't even say it's a 3DS one because it really had Wii U stuff too. It was really all Nintendo, I guess. Um, it was mostly 3DS. So, but yeah. yeah, I'd say mostly 3DS and then some other... Um, the Wii U stuff is more, I guess, like little release dates, that kind of thing, unless it applied to a certain uh, green character that we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll discuss in a second. But, um, but yeah, so we had this Nintendo Direct and um, it had uh, a lot of interesting stuff. So I'm just going to go sort of in order of how it was discussed on the Nintendo Direct and just kind of go down that way. Um, so we're going to start out with uh, basically um, Iwata was saying that uh, he came out in a Luigi hat and everything and he said that's because this is the year of Luigi. Um, so Mario got his time to shine you know, with his anniversary stuff last year and everything, but now this is the year of Luigi. So why is it the year of Luigi? Well, uh, we got a bunch of Luigi stuff on the way. So uh, starting off with a game that we already know about, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon coming March 24th. But they kind of discussed a little bit more about the multiplayer modes and things. Um, they had Miyamoto for the first time in a Nintendo Direct show up and kind of discuss up as well, which if you watch the Japanese Nintendo Direct and maybe the European one too, he had this like extended intro into the thing. Uh, I think they showed maybe a bit of it in the North American one, but he kind of, Miyamoto walked in with like a Luigi's Mansion vacuum and everything. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> so I love Miyamoto. He's just, he's just awesome. So if you haven't seen that, check that out um, online as well. It's pretty sweet. But um, they discussed additional multiplayer modes. Uh, they did re- reveal the hunter mode before, but now they kind of talked about some of the other modes they have. So they have um, the, uh, there's a rush mode, there's polter pup mode, there's like a bunch of different things. Um, like for example, uh, in rush mode, there's like a, you have to try and escape each floor within the time limit. Um, the polter pup mode is you search for hidden ghost dogs. 
um, things like that. So there's up to four players uh, can play via local wireless, via download play, which is very nice. I love that feature. Or, which is awesome, you can play online. So that's, What? Um, we have an online co-op game? <laughs> <laughs> Insane, I know. Uh, and that's really, that's the thing that's selling me on the game. Like, I was kind of like, this is kind of interesting. As soon as I heard online play, co-op, like, four-player, I was like, that's it. I'm, I'm sold. So I'm, I'm definitely um, looking forward to this game now just because of that. So Nintendo, uh, take note, online play definitely sells games. Um, but uh, what about you guys? What are you guys thinking about all this multiplayer in the game? I know we kind of discussed a little bit of it in a previous podcast, but um, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of like you. I was, I was kind of on the fence. I really, really enjoyed the original uh, Luigi's Mansion for GameCube. And I was, you know, basically going to kind of feel it out and see, you know, what kind of life, you know, my, I was having at the time. You know, if it was really busy, I probably was going to hold off on it and see what other people thought and everything. Um, but as soon as they mentioned, you know, the download play, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, that's kind of really interesting. And after I saw it, they kind of fleshed it out. It was like, mm, yeah, I'm kind of leaning toward getting it now. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I think is, um, made it more appealing for me, and I think it's going to do the same for other people, too. I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's, it's multiplayer opens up the realm to be able to play the game for longer after you beat the story mode, or maybe you don't even want to beat the story mode and just want to play with your friends. And it gives you a perfect reason to get the game. And anything that's like online multiplayer is always fun to play. I mean, like playing with guys in the forum and everything. So. Sounds like both of you all have it, so we can try to, hopefully we can try to have a match with that sometime and try to help each other out with the co-op mode. Yeah, you never know. Maybe in future podcasts we'll all be kind of talking and, like, helping each other out at the same time in Luigi's Mansion. Like, every now and then it'll be like, oh, no, get the ghost. And everybody listening is like, what's going on? What are they doing? Like, all <laughs> did, they, did, they say, did they say there's going to be any sort of uh, uh, voice uh, chat with it? Uh, I don't aware. think so. That's, that's so unfortunate because it seems like a game like that, you really do need to have some sort of way to communicate with partners. I mean, obviously you can in local, but, I mean, they need to have it for a game like that. Like, because the whole idea is working together. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, hopefully Nintendo starts doing more of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that is Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. So that's March 24th, and that is kicking off the year of Luigi. And then the year of Luigi continues this summer with a brand new game coming to Nintendo 3DS in the Mario and Luigi saga. It's uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team. And this game takes place inside the mind of a sleeping Luigi. Uh, And you kind of, I guess in your dream, then you can kind of control multiple Luigis along with Mario or something of that sort. Um, it looks kind of interesting. So that's the, I believe it's the fourth Mario and Luigi game. Um, so, um, yeah, it's another one of those the games in the series for those that uh, have been wanting one. Um, which, me personally, I know I, I really enjoyed Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga from when I played a little bit of that. And then um, I don't think I played, I think it was Partners in Time was the second one. Uh, then Bowser's Inside Story, I played a little bit of that, and that was fun. Um, so this one is definitely one I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Uh, Dream Team that's interesting. Uh, that's this summer, so that's pretty sweet. Um, what do you guys think about the game? I'm absolutely excited for it because I loved all three of the first games. I beat all three of them. 
actually beat Partners in Time before uh, Superstar Saga because I was stuck at that point, but then it helped me hone on like some of the skills and abilities, and I was able to beat Superstar Saga shortly after I beat Partners in Time. But just hearing, having another entry in the series, I mean, I love the way they have like the comedy elements in there and how the game's a full-fledged actual RPG game, and like you level up and you find items and everything. So being in side Luigi's this time instead of Bowser, it's certainly going to be an interesting take and to see how it handles. Because they had introduced a number of different gameplay techniques with like Luigi multiplying in the battles and stuff. So I'm wondering how that's going to work and where else that will work throughout the game. Yeah, I've actually uh, never played a Mario and Luigi game. <laughs> so I'm not really that excited. Um, I'm not that really excited about it. Uh, it seems cool, but I, I don't think personally I won't be um, getting it. But it does seem, you know, quirky and fun, and I think uh, it, for for fans of the game of the series, I think it, it's gonna be great. But that's not me. Uh, well, if that's not your thing, then maybe the next game is. Uh, we got another new game announcement coming this summer. Um, and this one is not necessarily a Luigi game, but Luigi will be in the game, and it's a new game in the Mario Golf series. Mario Golf World Tour is coming to Nintendo 3DS this summer. Um, it's going to have, uh, according to the press release, it does include both simple controls and a deeper experience for golf fans. Um, it's going to have various courses from the traditional golfing courses and those inspired by the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, so I have not played any of the uh, Mario Golf games before, and I don't. I'm not really too interested in them, but I know other people that are. So I know that's pretty sweet. And Trist, for example, he pretty much never likes Mario games, uh, but mm-hmm. he's looking forward to this one. So you know that's something. Um, what about you guys? Are you guys looking forward to Mario Golf World Tour? I kind of am. Um, I don't. I don't know about the the 3DS though. I mean, because. Like the the, the golf, Mario golf games that I've had fun with in the past have been the console versions. So like I played the, I think I think the first one was out for N64. Um, I remember playing a lot of the GameCube one, um, I believe. Um, but it was fun to to gather together with friends and and play you know local co-op or whatever or local you know play. Um, but I don't know if I would enjoy it that much on 3DS. That's about the only thing that I'm kind of up in the air about right now um, because it, I, I tend to enjoy um, golf games when I have friends to play with. I don't usually play them that much by myself. I'm not <clears throat> really big on the Mario golf games either. I've, I danced a little bit with the 64 one and I didn't really remember liking it too much. I skipped over the GameCube one, obviously. And golf is just not a sport that I really play a lot. I mean, in college I did, like, the Tiger Woods one, but that was actual, like, golf. But it's mm-hmm. not even falling off from even playing that game. So I'm probably not going to be getting this one. I haven't really been into the Mario box as much as, like, the Mario baseball. <clears throat> it does make me wonder, though, with this being a handheld game, if they're going to have online play. Um Hopefully they do, because, I mean, if, if they're including that and stuff like Luigi Mansion and other stuff, then maybe that means that they're going to try and do that more with games. So hopefully it has yeah. They'd have to, I was, I, although I'm, 
I'm thinking that they'd have to do some sort of different mode because I personally, I'm not going to, even if they did have a line play, I probably am not going to sit down and, and watch, you know, two or three other people uh, play, I guess, online when I'm just sitting in my own home or whatever and, you know, do like nine holes or eight, even 18 holes um, just watching other people play. I'd rather just go, I guess. So if they had like mini games within it that was online, that'd be cool. But I think I might get bored if I was just watching other, like three or four other people go until it was my turn again. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I could do something like a stroke play just for two players. I mean, just do nine holes and not have to do a full 18 because even that would be kind of long and there's always people that want to drop out if they're losing or maybe they might only do like three holes or something just so it's like kind of short and quick because, I mean, even like Mario Tennis worked. I mean, some of those games could have lasted longer, but they made it pretty like limited to only last a couple rounds, so it went by pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Ross in the chat has an interesting idea. Um, he says he likes the Tiger Woods PGA Tour series, but he says Mario Golf needs to be in the Wii U with motion controls. And he suggests something that we had seen in a Wii U concept video a while ago, but it was never actually used in the game, and that's putting the gamepad on the floor and using the weird mode to kind of swing, you know, and you can kind of see the ball on the gamepad, um, which that I always thought that was really sweet when they showed that as a concept thing. But if they actually incorporate that somehow into the game, that would have been really cool. But um, unfortunately, it's not a Wii U game. Um, although maybe, you know, we'll get a Wii U game in the future or something. But, um, but yeah, that would have been really sweet. So, um, but that is basically Mario Golf World Tour. So those are the two games, uh, Mario Luigi Dream Team and Mario Golf World Tour, coming this summer to the 3DS. Um, and then we got an announcement that I was not expecting at all. This was um, pretty big. Um, and that's basically, uh, so everybody knows, you know, New Super Mario Bros. U, right? The Wii game, or Wii U game. Um, and uh, it has DLC, just like New Super Mario Bros. 2 on 3DS. You know, DLC, new levels, that kind of thing. But what Nintendo basically revealed was DLC in the form of essentially a new game, but as DLC. So... This DLC is called New Super Luigi U, um, and that's because um, you know New Super Mario Bros. U has Mario Bros. in it, but this isn't Mario Bros. This is just Luigi, so they're calling it New Super Luigi U, and it's a full DLC. It's basically taking eight, like more than 80 new stages, um, which all focus on Luigi, and it's DLC for this game. Um, and you can freely switch between New Super Luigi U and New Super Mario Bros. U stages, and kind of switch back and forth. Um, but it's single download of basically an entire new game. It's like almost, almost like an expansion pack, um, which I think is really sweet because like you have things like um, some people argue that like, Super Mario Galaxy 2, for example, is more of an expansion pack than Super Mario Galaxy. Um, so in this case, this is sort of like an expansion pack where you're not buying, well, I guess you kind of are buying a whole new game, but it's like adding on to the existing game. So I don't think it's necessarily going to be the price of the full game. It'll probably be pretty pricey, but... Um, I think it's, you know, really interesting. I, it looks kind of cool to me. Um, so what do you guys think of uh, this new Super Luigi U DLC? I was thinking it just depends more on the price point that they're going to offer it for. I mean, I was commenting on the news article that I'm kind of believing it's going to be around 30 or $40. Cause if they're doing 80-some-odd levels and replacing them all with new stages, that's going to be a lot of effort and 
you know, that can become cheap, and it also doesn't seem like they'll only offer like three or four levels at a time. You'll just buy it, and you'll get all 80-some-odd levels. But it does kind of seem interesting, but it also is going to be varying when it comes out and what other games come out if I'm going to get, get into it. Because when I did beat the first game, got all the star coins and everything, but if I was going to even be getting more time into the game, and I want to make sure I have plenty of time to play it and not just buy it just to have it. But I really love the game a lot, so I'm looking forward to seeing how these levels are going to be different. I wonder if they're going to be a little bit more harder than some of the original ones were. It's going to be about the same pace where the first couple worlds are really easy and then it'll start getting harder. Yeah, I think I'm kind of where Greg is actually... uh kind of waiting to see how much it costs, really. Um, I think it's interesting because it seems like it's going to be a, you know, a single-player, um, you know, pack of levels, uh, which is could be cool or it could be not. I mean, some people uh, really enjoy playing the game multiplayer, so this obviously this set of levels seems like it's only going to be single-player. Um, personally, I never... <laughs> there's a lot of Luigi haters that are gonna, or, like, fans that are going to, like, hate me for this. I'm not saying I'm a Luigi hater, but I never really enjoy playing as Luigi in games. Um, usually because he, does, he doesn't have as no, much control um, as as Mario, in my opinion. Like I feel like I'm flying all over the place with him usually, and he's like a little more slippery of controls, and um, so I usually don't enjoy that. But so it's like I'm kind of like not exactly sure if I. Um, want to, you know, play through the entire game just with him, but uh, I don't know. I think it's cool they're doing it. I am interested to see how much it's going to cost um, because it, it's basically, you know, not a, almost another full game. Right, yeah, I think, um, yeah, Luigi usually is harder to control in those types of games, so there's that as well. Um, yeah, I think I'm kind of seeing both in that, like, I don't, I, I might, may or may not get it, and if I do get it, I'll probably have to wait a while after it comes out because I, I still haven't really even played too much of New Super Mario Bros. U itself, so I kind of need to get more into that. Um, but I, I'm just in, intrigued by the, the concept of this because it seems Nintendo's really embracing the DLC, and so far most of the DLC they've released for, for the various games has actually been, you know, meaningful content, stuff like new stages, or like new things, and this is like a full expansion pack kind of thing. So it makes me wonder if they're really going to do this a lot more with other games, like Smash Bros, please Nintendo, DLC new characters, that'd be amazing, you know? So, we'll see kind of what they what they do with that, but it's definitely a, an interesting concept. Um, as all they've said so far is it's coming this year sometime. It's the year of Luigi, so it's got to come out this year, um, but they didn't say when exactly. Uh, so we'll have to wait for that. Um, so then, you want to switch gears to another green character, which initially I almost thought he was teasing a new game for this character, but he ended up teasing something else. Uh, I thought he was actually going to be talking about Yoshi. Oh, really? <laughs> that was my first thing. <laughs> yeah. with Yoshi, too. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I guess I, I wasn't really paying too much attention, but I looked up and I saw Link on the screen, and I was like, well, cool, what's going on? Is there is there a Zelda 3DS game? What? But, um, you know, he did mention the other Zelda games, the, the Wii U version and the future coming whenever and the Wind Waker re-release. But uh, he basically announced uh, there's a Legend of Zelda series, Miiverse community that they created. Um, so that's up now. So it's not it's a Miiverse community not based around any particular game, but it's the entire Zelda series because there is no Zelda game yet that people can discuss. So now they have this community where they can kind of offer their, their thoughts and opinions on the Zelda series and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, I believe they said A.G. Onuma um, 
who's worked on the Zelda series is going to pop in from time to time in the community as well. So that's pretty sweet. Um, I like that they're kind of expanding that even more with the uh, the communities and everything. Um, so hopefully we see more series communities and stuff like that. Um, the but, pictures uh, are amazing. Kinda, oh, really? I haven't really even looked at that. I was going to ask if you guys have checked it out. That and, like, they've made other improvements. I don't think – I think since our last podcast, they've updated Miiverse with a couple of the features we've kind of discussed yeah. before. Um, but, yeah, I'm liking the new the new features and things. Uh, what do you guys think of all the, the new stuff in Miiverse? I don't like the fact that I have to wait five minutes between each post. That's annoying. Uh, um, but <laughs> everything, I, I understand the reasons because they don't want people to spam the whole thing and just like fill up things. But I just, and I don't like, they, they were changing the notifications around too, like that you don't get notifications like right as soon as, or you only get notifications if the original poster um, replies back, but not just anybody. And yeah, it's it's kind of confusing with that. But I do like the like the little button to send you to the top and stuff like that. That's kind of nice. Um, about the Zelda Miiverse, yeah, it's just really cool to have that community there because there are some amazing artists that exist already in Miiverse. And now, um, you know, I know a lot of the you know the favorite things for a lot of people to draw are Zelda characters and stuff. And so now they can put them in there, and it's been really cool to see, especially with the the popular post thing they added in. Um, to see, you know, those amazing drawings are, you know, rising to the top, um, which is kind of cool to, to look through them. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, some of those pictures are pretty nice, especially like the going directly back up to the top and also being able to see the popular post right off the bat. I was actually doing a lot of browsing in it on the last night or the night before, and I was just having fun having back-and-forth conversations with a number of the people that was responding asking questions and saying like, oh, what games don't have <clears throat> name a Zelda game that doesn't use a musical instrument? And then people were like arguing back and forth saying, well, Twilight Princess has like, you can whistle through the grass or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's not an instrument. That's what the guy asked for. People are like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so it's had some pretty fun conversations last when I was in there and it was still pretty cool to see all the stuff. That was probably one of my more active sessions in Meepers was just to a number of topics and the Zelda thing, just talking about different games in the Zelda series. Yeah, definitely. It's always, um, the Miiverse communities are definitely awesome to kind of, I mean, they're awesome communities, I guess, you know, they're awesome to kind of talk to people about the uh, Nintendo games. Um, and especially, like, a lot of people tend to rally together about stuff. Like, we'll talk more about it, since this is going to focus on Nintendo Direct uh, in this podcast, but in the next episode, we'll talk more about, uh, Rayman Legends and that fiasco there. Um, but it was awesome seeing all the yeah. people rally together on Miiverse and everything. Um, so that was, uh, that was sweet. The Miiverse stuff is pretty cool. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Rayman Legends next time. There's, there's a lot <laughs> to be said about that. So uh, I don't want to take up too much time with the rant here. So we'll, we'll On to the happy news. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so you can take that money that you're going to, Spend on Rayman Legends and spend it elsewhere, like some new DLC for Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, so the next uh, thing they talked about was uh, some new stuff coming to Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, we have, uh, well, actually, there's one pack that's going to be free. There's the Champions of Your One map that's going to be available as a free download through March 6th. Afterwards, it's going to be two or 250, something like that. Um, but uh, so that's a free download. But there's also two new maps that are available for purchase at the Outrealm Gate on the World map in the game. So for um, $2.50, you can get the Champions of Your 3 map, 
which lets uh, players battle against characters like uh, Marth, Roy, and Ike, which are also the three Fire Emblem characters from Smash Bros. So if you're a Smash Bros. fan, that's pretty sweet. Um, players that have already purchased the Champions of Your Map pack can now access this new map to earn a new playable character named Nakaya, and a special skill that will increase all the character stats by two points. Um, there's also the Golden Gas map, which is also for $2.50. It's the first and the second set of three maps. Um, basically, pits players against a group of very wealthy enemies, so it's a great way to earn gold in the game. Um, so lots of interesting DLC with new characters, new maps, and you know, lots of new things that you can do. Um, so pretty cool to see Nintendo you know, embracing more actual meaningful DLC, I should say. Um, so uh, I know, Greg, you have Fire Emblem, so are you uh, planning on getting any of the, uh, the DLC? Um, as of right now, I'm kind of behind on my 3DS games that I've been getting, but I did get the free one. That one was available on launch day when the game went out for sale, so I immediately downloaded that one right away. And then I saw that a spot pass notification saying that one was updated. I just have to play through it again. So I already got, like, Mark. He was on the first uh, Champions of Yore map. And then I, I do like how they're offering the combo packs, and you actually... Yeah, save money by getting the combo because then it's like 250 for each map. So then, like all three of the first ones are would be deep, but then putting the combo one for six dollars. So you're saving a dollar fifty just to buy the package of three maps instead of each one individually, which would have been really nice if they had something like that for the new Super Mario Brothers 2. So I'm glad that I guess you're listening to members' feedback and whatnot to price like packages more appropriately at least. But I might get some of the different maps a little bit in the future or whatever, but as of right now, I'm not planning on it. I'm just just working through the main story mode, and part of the reason is is the bonus characters that you get cannot like uh, be in relationships with all the new characters in Awakening. So, if I, since I have the new Mark, like he can, I can still use him and play as him, but he can't get married to one of the new characters in the game or you can't have a child or whatever and then that's kind of the game is being able to expand your army and then they work better as a team when they fight together and with those characters not being able to link with your existing characters it's a lot more difficult to use them when they're not as high as leveled as the other your main characters are that you use all the time interesting um yeah, so that's uh, that's interesting. So lots of uh, new DLC, lots of new things that you can kind of do with that there. Um, so that's Fire Emblem Awakening, and that's out now as well. Um, so definitely check that out if you're interested. Uh, next 3DS game that they discussed was one that, this is personally the one that I, I just wanted news on this game. That's all they needed to do to please me. And they <laughs> gave me the news and also a ton more, um, although the news is somewhat, a little bit disappointing to me. But basically, Animal Crossing New Leaf, we got a release date finally, and it's <laughs> June 9th. So that's uh, a bit farther away than I was hoping for. Um, uh, but uh, but at least we have a release date finally. Um, so they kind of showed off, you know, a bit more footage of the usual stuff. The game's been out in Japan. I've been watching people play video, like put videos up on YouTube, watching the stuff. So I'm already familiar with the the new stuff. But they did. Uh, Bill Trin and Nintendo of America did briefly mention that there's some sort of new feature for the, the North American version. He didn't specify what it was, uh, but he was talking about, like, 
some of the online features like with street pass and having model homes like in, in your town, that kind of thing. And then he mentioned there's a new feature. So I don't know if it's related to that or what, but I'm really curious as to what that is. So um, that's cool that they're really, I guess, taking the time kind of putting effort into this translation and everything and adding new stuff. Um, but uh, I'm curious to see what that is. But that's, uh, that's June 9th. Um, so I'm definitely crazy excited for it. But uh, are either of you guys going to get Animal Crossing New Leaf? I've actually never really. I'm oh, sorry. I actually never even played an Animal Crossing game, and I don't know if those are games for me. But I also did want to touch on it. It did sound like the new feature was going to be Street Pass related, where you'll be able to have access to your friends' towns and whatnot. So you can like go visit their town and like visit like their shops and stuff or whatever. I don't really know too much about the game, but it sounded like the Street Pass feature was going to allow you to visit all alternate towns of your friends. Well, I guess you can already do that in the Japanese version, though, which is what makes um, me wonder what the new thing is. Like, you can at least, like, you can um, get, like, a model, like a town number or something, you can go to their, the other person's town and check that out. And you can also get, like, uh, when you street pass somebody, like, their their house from their game becomes, like, a model home in your town. Um, so they already had all those things, but so I'm wondering... I don't know what the, the new feature is. Uh, but, yeah, there's lots yeah, of different sure. connectivity there. Which is nice. okay. So, I did, I don't, the full game is out in Japan? Yeah. Yeah, full game, yep. What? Okay. I, no wonder. Yeah, it's upset. been out for a while. <laughs> I, it's, been out, it's been out for, since, like, November. I mean, there's a lot of content, so it makes sense that yeah. it takes time to translate, but still, like, I was yeah. hoping like the spring, not June, but um, right. Yeah. Um, I I think I, I'm I'm kind of um kind of excited a little bit about it. I mean, I, the only game, the only Animal Crossing game I've ever uh, spent a ton of time with was the DS one, uh, Wild World, and so I really I really did enjoy it um, and everything. I'm kind of excited about the the changes they made, especially the fact that I don't have to get into you know you're the mayor and so you're not and your debt's not as big and stuff like that because that was always something that I hated about the other one it took me forever to pay off my debt um, right. and I didn't get to enjoy the rest of the game um, I do I always hoped that there would be more online features and stuff like that with Animal Crossing it just seems like one of those titles that it should be so hopefully that upcoming announcement does involve some sort of you know like better online than even possibly with what the Japanese game already has Right. Yeah. Sorry. I, I I'm trying to mute my my mic too while I uh, while I'm not talking, and I my phone got locked. So I was trying to put in my chat. I was like, ah. But um. But yeah, definitely. Uh, lots of um online uh, features and things with that. So that's um pretty sweet. But uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Shoot, I totally forgot. Oh, that's what it was. So in Japan, they had um, I think like a 45 minute kind of special Nintendo Direct a couple of weeks, months ago about Animal Crossing. So I believe they just put it up subtitled as well on YouTube. So if anyone's interested in kind of getting an overview of that, um, I guess because of the officially announced release date and everything, they decided to put up, um, you know, English subtitled version. So if you want to see some new features, definitely uh, check that out as well. Um, that's Animal Crossing New Leaf, June 9th. So whenever that comes out, get the game. I know I'm going to be spending a good amount of the summer playing that game. So... Definitely uh, should be fun. 
Uh, and then speaking of Animal Crossing, they announced <laughs> that uh, the game Style Savvy Trendsetters is getting a special line of clothing inspired from the Animal Crossing series. Uh, for those that have played Animal Crossing, there's a, a Gracie Grace line of clothes. Uh, I am so excited. I know. I Actually, <laughs> oddly, well, I don't know if it's oddly enough, but uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the one thing that's like, huh, this game now suddenly went from I don't care about this at all to this is kind of interesting. <laughs> um, they, they know how to get me. But uh, no, I'm not going to get this game. But it's definitely, um, that's a neat idea. They're kind of, I like, you know, stuff between game series kind of mixed Cross together. Crossover, yeah. Nice. Yeah, crossovers, exactly. Um, so Style Savvy Trendsletters is getting DLC in the form of Gracie Grace line of clothes. Uh, and they're free, free, free DLC via Spot Pass. Um, and they're planning to have additional fashions, including fashions based on the popular Japanese brand Liz Lisa. Um, so there's going to have lots, lots of uh, more stuff on the way via CPAS. So if you have that game or if you're planning on getting it, um, there you go. There's more incentive right there. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, Style Savvy Trendsetters. Um, so then after that, we kind of got away from 3DS for a bit and uh, kind of got into some Wii, well, sort of a mix of the two. Um, basically, they started talking about Lego City Undercover. Um for Wii U comes March 18th, and then they have Lego City Undercover The Chase Begins, which is a 3DS game coming out April 21st, and it's actually a prequel game set two years before the Wii U game. So they're two different games. Um, so if you kind of want the full story and the full experience, you got to get the 3DS and the Wii U game. Um, so that's kind of neat, um, I guess. Uh, it, well, I don't know. I guess I have mixed feelings about that because it's kind of like it's neat that you have different games, but then it's also like it would have been cool to have some sort of cross-play kind of thing um, going there as well if they were the same game. But, um, but yeah, so there's that. So are, are you of you guys going to get the Wii U and or 3DS LEGO City games? I'll probably get the Wii U one. I'm kind of going back and forth about the 3DS one. Um, I want to kind of read more about it and kind of figure out, you know, what's really involved and stuff like that, but I, I am really excited about the Wii U game. It's kind of interesting. I don't really know if I'll end up getting it, because I'll be getting the Monster Hunter set, which we'll be talking about later, but I don't, as cool as the game seems, it probably won't be uh, getting it without at least maybe renting it first or something, but I don't know. I'd also think it was kind of weird if they released a prequel before, or after the one for Wii U. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm getting the Wii U one, and then I don't know if it's the 3DS one. Probably not, just because there's so much other stuff coming out. And I don't even know when I'm going to get the Wii U one either, because there's, like, so much coming out in March. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we got nothing in January and February, but we're going to overload you in March. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm going to get it at some point. I just don't know when exactly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's uh, Lego City Undercover for Wii U and Lego City Undercover The Chase Begins for 3DS. Uh, then continuing on Wii U, we had Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Got some new uh, DLC. So it was a new free update to uh, to the game that um, includes a new costume for Ryu Hayabusa, for Ayane, Momiji, and Kasumi, all those various characters, as well as 25 new Ninja Trials missions. Um, so... 
free content for, you know, Ninja Gaiden owners. That's always nice. Um, so there's that. Um, and then the next thing is, they talked about this before, they announced it before, but now it's finally out, Wii Street View. It's um, a new application taking basically Google, Google Street View, but on Wii U, and uh, it's a free download for a limited time. They didn't say when that time ends, but for now it's free, so definitely download that while you have the chance. And basically it uses um, Google Maps and Google Street View on your gamepad and TV to kind of, um, you know, get a full 360-degree view of various locations around the world. Um, so the three of us have all played around with it, uh, so I'll kind of start with sort of my impressions. Um, it's kind of an interesting application. I mean, I don't see myself using it much, um, but it's definitely, it, I guess Street View is, you know, it's kind of limited to, it's not going to be available everywhere, but it's sort of, you know, where they have it. So, like, my area doesn't have Street View, really, but um, I think, like, where my old college campus was, that has stuff. So there's certain places there, but really the main attraction, I guess I would think, is, you know, the big areas, like, you can look at Times Square or, like, various places around the world or that kind of thing. Um, so that's kind of neat, but after I played around this for a bit, I took it down to the family room, kind of hooked up the Wii U there and showed my parents and everything, and they're like, oh, you know, let's check this place out, let's check this place out, and, you know, it's like, oh, pull up London, like, you know, we have a relative in London, they're like, oh, go to the street, oh, look, that's where the street mm-hmm. is, like, it was, uh, whoops, uh, yeah, it was kind of, uh, just fun to kind of show them, and they were all interested by, you know, how you could kind of use the gamepad to, to look around and sort of see that stuff, so it's more of like a fun demo to kind of show people sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see myself using it much, but, um, but it's, it's kind of neat. I said it's free as well. So what about you guys? I mean, I had yeah, it's similar. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, it's kind of similar, just kind of browsing around, and I was also looking at my local area, and obviously a lot of the side streets aren't even on there, but it was still kind of cool to go through some of, like, the towns, and I even – that adventurous and traveled to Antarctica and then looking around there a little bit and then got even more adventurous and went to South Africa and browsing around down on the streets over there. Um, my one complaint was it was kind of hard to like move forward down the street. Like you had to like mm-hmm. put the arrow exactly with like the stylus of your finger. I wish, really wish it was like the control pad or even with the left joystick or something to be able to advance a lot easier. But I, I was getting kind of frustrated trying to move up and down, so I was just kind of would zoom out, pick another point on the street, and go nosy around over there, and then had to navigate that way. What do you mean by, you, like, it was hard to move forward? Well, if, if you go into, like, Google Maps like right now, if you go into the street view, then you can, like, use, like, the arrows to kind of, like, if you were, like, walking down the street. So, like, the, mm-hmm. the screen updates to show you that you moved a little bit further down the street. So pretty much I was trying to, like... Uh, simulate if I was actually walking and then so the buildings on your left and right will go like past you slowly and you get more detail like when you look around but it I seems a lot it. harder to navigate that way if you're just dropping it into the center just do a 360 and then go to complete another location and it's fine but if you were hoping to actually explore and kind of pretend like you were walking down to see some of the scenery on the street then it was a lot more difficult to move your, your uh, point forward. Yeah. 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 I actually had thought that I was like just looking at the map. You know, I was on a you know perfectly you know uh, you know facing forward on the street, and I just naturally 
went right to the control pad thinking, oh, I push up on the control pad, I'm going to go forward. And that didn't happen. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's the, the analog stick. I pushed down to the analog stick and I looked up or looked down or whatever. I was like, oh, that's kind of odd. And finally I realized if I was lined up perfectly, I could push the A button in advance. I didn't try touching the screen. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of a little not not so intuitive, I guess, in terms of, like, how to move around the streets um, other than, you know, like you said, just picking another location or dropping yourself in another location. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of, it's kind of, it's a gimmick. I mean, I, I have no qualms at all saying it's definitely a gimmick app. Um, it's like you said, I mean, you, Hassan, you like took it down to the family room, showed your family. They were like, oh, this is cool. Um, cause you're able to all see, you know, Google maps and Google street view on, you know, the big TV, everybody's looking at the same time, but that's really all it is. I mean, it seems like, um, it's cool to check out different places. Um, I think the, especially moving around with the gamepad is cool and everything, but I show, I was showing it to my wife and she's, you know, she's wanting to continue looking at the TV. And I was like, no, you can hold the, the game pad and look around like it's like a window into the world. And she's like, but I want to see it on the big screen. And um, <laughs> right. so she was, like, trying to move around and still look at the TV. And and, uh, and then I realized, well, you can look around a little bit with the, with the analog stick, but it doesn't stay where you put it. You have to, like, hold it, and you have to be really steady as you move around. So... I think that overall the controls and everything like that, they, I think there's some updates to be made. The concept's kind of cool, but it is a gimmick. But I, I definitely say that the controls need to be need to be updated and, and everything as, as if it decides to you know, move forward and, you know, if they want to make it better, that's definitely one way. All right. Yeah, it definitely was a little uh, confusing kind of navigating some of the stuff. And I did have it because the gamepad of my mom briefly and, even though the thing was on the gamepad screen and the TV screen, she was still looking at the TV, you know, trying to explain to her. I was like, no, just move the gamepad. And she's, like, tilting it, like, in her hands. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. You can actually, like, physically move yourself as if you're looking around. It just, it, <laughs> it didn't completely get it. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I guess it's, it's uh, a fun little free thing. So, I guess get it while it's free. Just kind of try it out. Otherwise, um, there's probably no point in, the, in investing in that. So, that's yeah, what we you. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that was one last thing I wanted to point out. Do you get it while it's free? Because I can't see it being worth much, almost any dollar amount they'll probably end up putting on it. If it's anything more than a dollar, then I wouldn't even, I'd say yeah. pass over it. <laughs> I'm even surprised they don't be charging for it. But maybe they'll do something like they did with the Wii browser where they had it free and then they charged for it and then they credited everybody that had ended up buying it. I wonder if we'll end up doing something like that with this, but hmm. we'll see. All right. Yeah, who knows? Um, I guess we'll have to see. So that's Wii for you. If you're a Wii U owner, go check that out. Maybe if you care. There's not really any rush. Well, there's kind of a rush to get it free, but like, don't feel like you have to rush. There's nothing that special. But anyways, that's Wii for you. Um, so on to we have basically a bunch of downloadable stuff. We kind of got into you know download mode. So a bunch of eShop games. Um, four games I'm going to highlight, so I'll just kind of mention their names and release dates, and then we'll discuss them all together. Um, Harmonite from Game Freak, the, the creators of Pokemon, are releasing a rhythm game that's been announced for down in Japan. Uh, we're getting the demo on March 14th and the full game on March 28th. So that's a rhythm game, and um, 
Yeah, and it even has a bit of a Pokemon levels as well because, you know, Pokemon creator, they're going to put some Pokemon music in there. Um, there's Curse Floosh, which is a game from Nintendo coming on March 7th. I want to say that it's the first Nintendo, like, first-party game on the 3DS eShop, I believe, maybe. I could be wrong. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones from Nintendo directly. Um, not sure, but that's coming March that, 7th on the 3DS eShop. Yeah. Which one? Was Pushmo? And is that first-party? Uh, and... Dylan, oh, yeah, maybe. Western and... Oh, yeah, what am I thinking? I, I read something was. I think I'm getting it mixed up with something else. Then. Uh, oh, maybe maybe I'm thinking of uh, something on the Wii U eShop, maybe? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, all right, so disregard that. I'm just brain farting. <laughs> um, but apparently Chris Lush has been out on the Japanese 3DS eShop, I just learned, like, for a while ago. Um, so some people kind of already have impressions out on that. So I haven't really looked at that, but... Um, so there's that, but it's coming March 7th for us. And then they also announced a new Mario and Donkey Kong game. So Mario and Donkey Kong, Minis on the Move, coming to the 3DS eShop. No release date or anything, uh, but that's coming. And then uh, Dylan's Rolling Western is getting a sequel, and it's called Dylan's Rolling Western, The Last Ranger, and that's coming to the 3DS eShop on April 11th. So those four games um, coming to the 3DS eShop soon, so that's um, Harmon Knights, Curse Bloosh, uh, Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the Move and Dylan's Rolling Western The Last Ranger. So what are you guys thoughts on those four games? Um, I'd say as a whole, Harmonite and um Chris Bluch don't seem incredibly enticing to me just because they they're they're games that I think it's kinda like a remake of other games. I mean like Harmonite yeah. sure it's different and everything and I'm sure the music could be different and it's a little different art style and stuff but it's kind of, it's similar to like the bit trip runner type style of the game um, and you know the side scrolling rhythm game and everything and then Curse Bloosh, uh seems like there's like been two or three different type of games both the 3DS and I think WiiWare as well they kind of have that, you know, moving forward in 3D space and dodging different things. I think it's kind of interesting that it's in a well, and it seems like at one time you're playing as a, you're moving a baby around or something in the well, which is odd. Um, the thing I'm most excited about, I think, is um, is the Mario versus Donkey Kong, um, or Mario and, Mar- and Donkey Kong, whatever, um, because uh, of the DSi one that I played, I didn't ever get into, I think, the original one for, was it Game Boy Advance or something like that, um, but I decided to go ahead and get the, the DSi one, and I really enjoy it, and so I'm just like, yeah, I think I might end up getting the, the 3DS one, um, but uh, Dylan's Rolling Western seems cool. I'm not a tower defense uh, person. I'm not a fan of tower defense, so it seems like a cool game, but not for me. Yeah, the Harmo Night I was thinking about getting because we didn't really have any other news for upcoming eShop games, but after these even these four games, I'm thinking I'm probably going to pass on it. I didn't really care for the demo I did for the Rhythm Heaven. It kind of seemed to be something similar to that, I guess, at least to me, uh, first impression. The Chris Bluse one, that, that one did kind of entice me. I do like the puzzle games like that, so I was highly likely to get that one. 
the Mario and Donkey Kong one, I was kind of disappointed to see it kind of change the format of it. I did really like the one for DSi, and I think it was like a book, like retail title at one point for the Mario and Donkey Kong with the minis or whatever, and that style was a lot more preferable to me. This one kind of reminded me of that uh, Working Dogs game that I reviewed not too long back, mm. and it just seemed like it was kind of enhanced, I guess, with Mario. But I don't know if I'll end up getting this one or not. Um, the Dylan's Rolling Western, I did really like the first one, so I'm probably likely going to pick up this one as well. I thought the Tower Defense worked pretty well. I don't usually play that genre a lot, but I really did appreciate the first one, and I almost want to go back and at least finish the first one before the second one comes out. Right. Um, for me, let's see. Harmonite, I'm probably going to get that um, just because I'm a sucker for rhythm games and it's got Pokemon music, so I think that'll be pretty sweet. Um, Curse Blues looks interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it or not. I'm going to look at reviews and try and see. Um, there's just so many other games coming out, like in the you know March and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I'm just, I, I don't know if I really have time for that. Um, Donkey Kong, Mario Donkey Kong Minis on the Move. I've played some of the other ones before. Um, those were kind of fun, but nothing like I, I wasn't like super, you know, enthusiastic about them. Um, and again, so many other things coming out. And Dylan's Rolling Western Last Ranger. Um, I guess I just never, I guess, got too much into into that one. So uh, really, I guess the main one for me is, is Harmonite that I'm definitely going to be getting. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, those ones. Um, and then we got some news about some 3ds virtual console titles. We got two classic Game Boy Color games from Natsume coming out. We got Harvest Moon and Legend of the River King. So those are coming in the coming months to the 3DS virtual console. Um, but also a couple other things that I do want to mention regarding uh, 3DS eShop and everything. Um, there is a sale on 3DS eShop games. Um, so there's some that are on sale right now. Um, I think uh, there's going to be one game available at a reduced price each week, so they kind of have a full schedule. I didn't get a chance to look at the schedule, but the games that are going to be on sale are Bit Trip Saga, Crash Mo, Sakura Samurai Art of the Sword, Kessel's Corridors, Fractured Soul, and Mutant Mud. So a bunch of good games there. Um, I believe, I want to say the game on sale right now, or at least it was on sale, was Bit Trip Saga, which if you don't have that game, I, I have to say go get it. Like, if you're a fan That's of the Trip series, I highly recommend it. Exactly. It's, um, well, it's six, six of the Bit Trip games, which each were a couple of dollars on the Wii, and then they kind of combined them all into a retail package, which was like, I think like 30 bucks or something. I can't remember. And that was, mm-hmm. I bought it at that price, and I really liked it. And it's on the eShop now for $15, which is even better, and it's on sale now for $10. So it's just like, just go get it like now if you're a fan of the Bit Trip games at all. Um, and if you're not, for 10 bucks you get six Bit Trip games that you can kind of try out and see how they are. Um, so really awesome. Um, so I'm not sure what you know the schedule is, but I guess they have the full schedule on Nintendo.com. Uh, and then one other thing, and then we'll kind of discuss this all, but um, if you buy and register a Nintendo 3DS XL uh, between March 21st and April 30th, then and also Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon or Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity, um, then you're going to receive a, a code to download one of five games for free on the eShop. 
Um, so if you've already registered your 3DS XL, you don't qualify. This is only for new people registering their 3DS XL and one of those two games, obviously March 21st, April 30th. So you get one of five games for free. Those five games are Super Mario 3D Land, Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, Art Academy Lessons for Everyone, Star Fox 64 3D, and Freaky Forms Deluxe Your Creations Alive. Um, so just for Super Mario 3D Land alone, that's an awesome deal to get that for free. Um, so if you don't have one already and you're considering one, now would be the time to get that. So what are you guys thinking about uh, like the eShop sales and all sort of stuff going on? Anything in particular that you want to get on sale? I'm not thinking of any of the particular games that they had listed that I was going to get. I mean, there's the ones that I would have considered, but I've obviously already purchased full price when they came out, like Fishball. Mm-hmm. But I've never really played the BitShip games, and I don't know if I was going to get into that or not. I don't really even know too much about them. Uh, geez, I don't even can think of all the games you listed, but pretty much I have like all the games that out of the six of those that I've like even researched or whatever, I've already got the ones that I've wanted, and the other ones, I mean, I might give a second look at, but I'm probably not going to get those as well. But the 3DS sale, that's definitely a good thing to have for people to entice them to buy the 3DS and for a game, for two, say like a free game, so. That is a very good deal, and I would recommend that those Mario 3D Land is an awesome game, and I'm sure some of the other games like the Freaky Forms, I did play the basic one on the eShop, but uh, I'm sure the deluxe version is even better and stuff like that. I've been requesting on the surveys for them to do sales, so I really hope they stick around after this period because there are other games I'll be looking at to getting in the future that they haven't listed already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like like you were saying, Greg, I think the most of the games that I really want, I already have. Um, so this is this is great for people that don't have these, but it isn't really that exciting for me. Um, when I first heard the whole 3DS XL thing, I was like, oh, that's cool, because I've, I've been toying around with the idea about eventually getting an, uh, an XL. Um, and I was like, okay, well, maybe if they offer you know, a good enough deal, perhaps I'll trade in my 3DS for it or something like that. And and then I realized, like, oh, the games they're offering, uh, the ones I want, I already have as well. <laughs> and, you know, I, I I would probably, you know, end up getting Luigi's Mansion. But, yeah, the the free games they're offering, I'm like, eh, yep, I already got the ones I want. And so it really wouldn't be that much of a benefit to me. So great for those people. But like Greg, I have I pretty much got the games I want already. Yeah. It'd be nice if they gave me my money that I spent on those. <laughs> right. That would be a dream come true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's $5 on sale. Here's your, here's your $5 back. You can spend it on other games. <laughs> right. Um, How about 3DS uh, digital deluxe promotion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. We should get some one of those things, right? What about our 3DS ambassadors? Like, give us something special, right? Really. <laughs> As if those 23 games and all that other stuff wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I think, um, you know, nothing in particular kind of interests me, but I think I, I'm debating this. I'm debating getting Bitrip Saga. Uh, I have it as a retail <laughs> copy, but I'm yeah. debating getting the download version and then, like, selling the retail one or something. Um just because I could probably get, like, a couple dollars for it or something. So I could basically make back some of that. And then uh, 
at some point, the only thing that's holding you back is they announced for Japan the save transfer tool to transfer your save from the retail copy to the, the download version. They didn't announce anything for North America. So I'm, like, hoping that's just because they just don't have anything to say yet, but I'm hoping that does come. So I'm uh, waiting on that. But I think um, I'm debating it. I might I might do that and get digital version because I think uh, that's the type of game that, like, I'd boot up every now and then play, like, a little bit, you know. Uh, I can't play, like, too much at a time. So I think that would be good to have saved on the system. So I'm, I'm debating that. But, um, but yeah, so that's it for 3DS uh, eShop stuff. Um, but next up, uh, switching gears to Wii U, we have a new bundle for Wii U. Uh, this was out in, I think, Europe and maybe Canada or something before, but now, we're, you know, we're getting it in the U.S. Uh, February 17th, so actually it's already out now, um, two days ago. Uh, I haven't seen any in stores, though, yet, but I haven't really looked too much. Uh, there's a Wii U bundle out with Zombie U. So it's going to include the, the deluxe set, basically everything that you get in the deluxe set, the black Wii U and everything, um, except Nintendo Land is not going to be a, a retail, like a disc copy. It's going to be downloadable on the system. Uh, it's going to come with the Zombie U game and a collectible art book. So if you're looking to get a Wii U, um, that's coming out. I didn't write down the price. And a Pro Controller. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Pro Controller, too. Wii U Pro Controller. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Um, I didn't write down the price of the, of the bundle, but I do remember it being cheaper than if you bought each of the stuff separately. So I think it's 389 Okay. I thought it was three seventy nine actually. Okay, it was. It was three seventy nine or three eighty nine. It's it's definitely, in my opinion, it's it's worth it because then you get a lot of stuff for for what the price is, just a little bit over, you know, the normal deluxe price. <laughs> yeah, because just Zombie U and the Pro Controller itself is going to set you back. Like Zombie U is what sixty bucks, Pro Controller is fifty, so that's one hundred and ten right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and you get a little collectible art book too, only for what thirty, forty dollars more. So mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, so if anybody's looking to get that, there's that. Uh, and we got a couple of uh, Wii U eShop games that, that they kind of discussed. So three games they kind of went over. Uh, the first is Bitrip Presents Runner Two: Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. This title is really long and annoying to type up if you want to type it up correctly with caps and everything how it is. But um, it's just runner two, runner two basically, yeah. So it's from Gaijin Games uh, coming to the Wii U uh, this month. I think they're shooting for I think they said the 26th, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, it's got narration by Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario, uh, and there's going to be a demo on the eShop soon. Uh, then there's Zen Pinball 2 from Zen Studios, which um, it's going to be a free download, but then you'll be able with like different trials of the various pinball tables, but you'll be able to, a DLC, basically buy the full versions of these tables. So it's like a, a free-to-play kind of thing. You kind of get to try out the things, and whichever one you like, you can buy it. Uh, so we have various tables, including Marble Pinball and Plants vs. Zombies Pinball as well. Um, and then I think that one is also coming this month. Uh, and coming soon um, is Toki Tori 2. Um, it's a equal to Tokitori, of course, and it's going to have off-TV play on the Wii U gamepad. Uh, it's going to be a level editor released at a later date, so lots of interesting things there. So three um, big games coming to the Wii U eShop. Any of those three interest you guys? Yes, yes, and yes. Horrible. And they're going to run me broke. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited about Runner 2. I mean, I 
love. It was definitely my favorite. Uh, Bit Trip Runner was my favorite of the of the original Bit Trip games. Uh, love the fact that they're doing the sequel. Um, it looks beautiful. I think it, it's going to be cool to, to add some extra um, controls and everything other than just the, the basic ones that they had on the original. Um, the only thing that I am not excited about is I know it's going to be extremely difficult. And that original game frustrates me every time I play it now because I've passed, you know, the basic stages, you know, the, the first stages, and I'm like near the end of the game, but I never beat it because it was so stinking hard at the end. Um, so I know it's going to frustrate me, but I'm probably still going to play it, like, all the time. Um, Zen Pinball is going to be exciting. I, I'm, I've i always been a pinball fan, so I'm excited to get that. Um, I played around with the uh, PS3 version before, and um, it's cool. So... I'm excited about that, especially if it's a Marvel one. And um, there's some unofficial news that probably didn't tell me not to say anything, so I'm going to go ahead and say it, that the uh, they just announced um, the Star Wars table, I think, for the other systems, and they have told me that the information on the 3DS or on the Nintendo system versions of Zen Pinball will be coming very soon. Um so there might even be more tables, including this Wars one that um, just came out, or it was just announced for the other systems. And then uh, Toki Tori is is a fun game. Um, I'm excited about the the sequel as well. Yep. What about you, Greg? And he got disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess uh, call back in. and I'll uh, get you back on the on the call. Um, yeah, for me, um, Toki Tori Two, I'm probably not gonna get. I mean, I think I I have Toki Tori, and I think it was kind of fun, but um, I just I gotta pick and choose games now with so much stuff coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. Then Pinball Two, though, I'll probably get. Um, and I'm not sure exactly which tables I'll buy yet, but definitely uh, looking at the Marvel ones and uh, maybe Star Wars ones. Um, so that'll be interesting. And of course, Runner too. Um, the Big Trip Runner is like, like I'll see, that's my favorite of the series, um, and it's also really difficult. So this one, I'm sure, is going to be difficult as well. But, uh, but yeah, and I, I remember getting to play it before it released at PAX East. That was awesome. Got to interview someone uh, from Gaijin Games and and everything. So I remember that was fun for the first Big Trip Runner game. Um, so I've always uh, been intrigued by that. I'm looking forward to uh, Runner Two. We'll definitely be getting that. So that'll be cool. Um, so that's it for Wii U eShop. Uh, next game we kind of talked about Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate coming to the 3DS demo on February 28th, and the full game comes March 5th. Um, so I don't really have anything specific to talk about on that unless you have anything, Steve. No, not really. I, mean, I sat down with the developers last year at E3, and I remember, I mean, just I'm actually shocked that this game is not out yet. And I think a lot of people are fighting, like really, really excited because they've been waiting for this thing for, you know, last, since last year's E3 because um, it was supposed to come out, you know, soon after. Um, but I guess, you know, they've been tweaking it and, and making it better. So um, I know I'm pretty sure actually uh, Greg is really excited about this. That he's a, as, as far as I know, he's a big Castlevania fan and he's been really excited about this game. So, um, yeah, I, I, in fact, I actually I recorded the entire interview that I had with the developers last year, and 
I don't know if I really did much with it other than just kind of wrote up some thoughts. So maybe uh, maybe you can get that recording and you can you know make it like a special podcast or something like that. Um, it'd be a little dated dated yeah. now, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I guess once uh, Greg Greg gets going, we can get his uh, his thoughts on that. Um, but uh, the next Monster Hunter Three Ultimates coming to both 3DS and Wii U on March 19th. Demos for both of those games coming February 21st. So that's uh, this week, actually, this Thursday. So that's pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to those demos. Um, but what's really cool about the game, uh, I mean, I played Monster Hunter Try a little bit, like the demo of it, and I was, it was okay, but I guess um, just not as, I guess, it was a little too boring for me. Like, I don't know, it's just not my type of game. <laughs> but some of the features that it has between the 3DS and Wii U versions are really interesting to me, um, which I hope more games incorporate that, and that is that there's a lot of cross-platform play. So Wii U players can connect with 3DS players online and play together. Um, You can also play the game on Wii U and then transfer your saves out of the 3DS and continue on the go and and back and forth. Um, So there's a lot of connectivity there between the two versions. So that's really sweet. So that's um, coming out very soon. So demo in two days, and then March 19th is, is both those games. That's awesome. Yeah. I played I played Monster Hunter Try, um, <laughs> but I didn't find it necessarily boring. I just found it very involved, and I just, frankly, did not have the time to put in right. yeah. to that game. It, just, it demands time because you have to grind, and you have to find things, and you have to work, you know, put things together in order to make your character better and your your all your stuff, and it just, like, It's a great game, um, but it just demanded a lot more time than I really had. Um, But even so, I'm I'm still really excited about the the 3DS and and uh, Wii U version of it. And I like I love the I I love the concept of it so much that I might still think about getting it, even though I know I'm not going to be able to put as much time into it. Um, But playing online is really cool too. The the hunting parties. Is, is a really fun thing. So. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I just have a short attention span. I can't handle. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm not too big in RPGs and things like that. I just, I can't handle them. But uh, I know there's a lot of people excited for it, so definitely really sweet. But I'll, I'll definitely be trying out the demos, though. I'm curious to see how those are. Um, yeah. Um, but the next up, we have a Wii U game third-party title, and um, it's actually already been released on other systems, but it's just now coming to Wii U. And it's Need for Speed Most Wanted from EA coming March 19th. Um, so that's the same day as Monster Hunter 3. So I guess I'll be getting that until other people get Monster Hunter. Um, but I, despite the fact that it's a late port, I'm actually very impressed by this game. Like if you, the, the developers from the stuff they've sort of been talking about, they actually put a lot of effort into this. Like they had kind of worked on the Wii U version, and then they sort of put it aside, took a break for a little bit, and the developers, you know, they got Wii U themselves at home and kind of used the system, and then they really realized, like, what they wanted to use the system for and then implemented that stuff. So this is the first third-party title to incorporate Miiverse functionality into the gameplay. Um, so, I mean, every title in the Miiverse community, but this one actually has Miiverse functionality. I, I can't remember specifics on what it does, but it has that, which is nice. There's exclusive features including a new co-driver mode for local co-op play. Uh, there's off-TV play. Uh, there's the ultimate speed pack at no additional charge, which includes 25 additional high-speed races and speed runs, 
uh, five of the world's fastest production cars and more than 70 new speed themed milestones plus stacks of additional rewards and unlocks. That's what the press release says. Um, but yeah, I definitely, um, I've been wanting Need for Speed games, so I'm looking forward to it. But then to hear that the developers actually put some effort into it, like it actually um, looks better and like supposedly, you know, has better features and everything than the other versions from other systems. So I'm impressed. I got to reward the developers for that. So. Yeah, especially coming from EA because, like, I love EA. I mean, they they flew me out to San Francisco one time and showed me some stuff, but still, like, I, like, they often unintentionally or maybe intentionally seem like they're bashing Nintendo so many times. So I think it's great that, they, that they've really spent that much time on this game. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, what was it? I was thinking, oh... <laughs> It has nothing to do with the game at all. Um, it's really the title. I, I think it's silly that they can't come up with new titles anymore. Like, they're just recycling the old Need for Speed games. Like, we've already had a Most Wanted. We've already had a Hot Pursuit. We've already had, you know, all these <laughs> ones that they just keep using, reusing the name again. They, instead of right. you know, making it Hot Pursuit 3, they just decide, no, nope, we're going to go back and remake Hot Pursuit 1. But it's going to be a new game. It's not really remade. It's whatever. So right. they come up with a new game. This game is Need for Speed Most Wanted You. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Because that's so original. <laughs> but, I'm uh, not, yeah. I'm not usually wanting Craig, to you're back. For, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I got disconnected, but anyways, i not usually one for the Need for Speed games. I've played some of the older ones, and I don't know. I usually like the more kart racing, like Mario Kart games, so I'll probably likely be passing on this one. And as I said earlier, I was going to be getting Monster Hunter 3, and that's probably going to keep me very busy, and that's, you guys probably already finished talking about that already. So I think going to be looking forward to Need for Speed. Yeah. Uh, any quick thoughts then on, on Monster Hunter or Castlevania? We kind of talked about that or any of those stuff. Well, the Castlevania one I was really interested in. I do really like the side-scrolling aspect of it and kind of the adventure game. I'll probably end up getting that one on. The 3DS. I'll obviously be checking out the demo first. I always have to confirm that my purchase will be good, like I did with the, that Etherson Odyssey game that they did a demo for recently. But as for Monster Hunter 3, I've actually never even played the series before, but I've gotten very positive remarks from people that were participating in that Mario Kart tournament that we did. So a lot of people seem to talk it up and seem to really think I would really like it a lot since it's like an RP. RPG adventure game, so I was likely just saying that Wii U won because I don't want to double invest for the 3DS version to have cross-play and save state because they even recommended to me that I should get the Wii U one because it'll be better for the online multiplayer. Okay, true. Alright, cool. So, um, so those are those. Uh, now we have three more third-party games, so I'm just going to mention them all. We'll just discuss them together. We have The Walking Dead Survival Instinct from Activision coming on March 26th. Um, we have Injustice Gods Among Us from Warner Brothers on April 16th, and that has off-TV play and everything. Um, and then we have Disney Infinity from Disney Interactive coming to Wii U and Wii and 3DS um, this summer. And um, that one, I can't remember if we talked about it in the podcast or not before, but it's kind of like a Skylander thing and but it's, there's also more of like a toy box mode where you can kind of create your own 
Worlds and things like that as well. Um, so those three games are coming. Personally, um, The Walking Dead, I love the show, but I, this game just does not look that great to me. Um, Injustice Gods Among Us, not really interested. Disney Infinity, I'm curious about. I don't know if I'm going to get it just because it seems like there's a lot to sort of invest in with the collecting and all that. And uh, But it looks really interesting. So I, I want to know more about it, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so what about you guys? Yeah, similar. I, I've not seen The Walking Dead, actually. So, um, But I heard I know a lot of people really like it. Um, but I don't really want to watch with the game. Not really into the whole series, so I probably won't get the game. Um, but I, I think it's kind of cool that things like that are coming to the Wii U, though. Um, that's, that's cool. Um, Disney Infinity, same thing with you. I, it looks really cool. I'm interested in it. Um, but I do know, like, even with Skylanders, like, you, it's, it's, special, it's you know, a little more for kids and race, like, younger kids and stuff. But, I mean, you do have to, you do tend to get more invested in it and all this, so you know, I have all these, you know, characters and stuff like that. So, um, you know, probably not going to get it, but I am very interested in it. Um, basically interested in seeing, you know, what that does for the whole industry and, and the gaming industry of that style of game because now that Skylanders has a little competition, like, all right, this this could be, you know, really good for the whole gaming industry. Um, and then Injustice, I actually, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, I got to check it out last year at E3, kind of a behind closed doors sort of thing. And um, it's so funny, they they were very close-lipped about everything in terms of the Wii U version. Like, I was trying to get even something out of them, and there's like, nope, not going to say anything um, about, you know, anything. And um, so it's kind of cool that now we have at least a little bit of information that it has the off-TV play, um, which is cool, and uh, the quick quick moves on the gamepad, um, which, you know, some people could argue that kind of is cheap for a fighting game, but I, I'll say I've, I've used the quick moves on, you know, Street Fighter and and um, Tekken um, and stuff like that before, and it's it's still tough to play the, the guys that are really good at it. So it kind of helps level the playing field, but it's still, you know, I'm not soaring to the top of the, you know, the charts just because I'm using quick moves. Um, it still, you know, takes some skill and everything. So, um, but yeah, I am pretty excited about it. Um, and hoping um, to actually get a review copy of it, so I probably won't be purchasing it, but I will be playing it um, from a review copy. Kind of similar along with you, I've never really got into like, The Walking Dead. I mean, I've been kind of interested to kind of watch it on TV a little bit now, like go back and watch the old seasons, but as far as the game's concerned, I'm not usually one for zombie and zombie survival, so I mean, I might check out some videos just to kind of Double check it over, but I wasn't really planning on getting it at this time. Um, I've never really even heard of the Injustice of Gods Among Us as much as either. I mean, I wasn't at E3 last year, so I don't even really even know too much beyond it besides the name of the game. I still have to kind of research a little bit and see what the games are like. But it sounds like it's a game like Mortal Kombat, based on what you were just saying, Steve. So I don't know. I haven't really played those games in a while, and not usually very good at them. So I don't know. I'll still have to check it out. It is good to have the moves on the gamepad, though I would agree that was a, a good feature for even the feature of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter games, because you always, and you always get to a set where you use like one or two moves over and over again, and then you kind of forget the other items in your, the other moves in your repertoire, so 
be kind of nice to have a nice reminder of the kind of moves and everything that you can do. As far as Disney Infinity is concerned, um, it did sound very intriguing to me, but the part with having to buy all the separate toys and everything, that kind of turns me away from it a little bit. Um, I do really like the Disney properties and everything, especially like the movies and everything, and I would probably would have been a buyer of it, but if they're going to have me buying all these plastic toys and have to have storage for them and they're going to cost an arm and a leg in addition to the game, I probably will likely end up passing on it unless I were to get like a review copy of some sort, but I know Jeremy on our team has already flagged to review it, so he'll end up getting the copy before me, most likely. Cool. So that's that for third parties. So I have one last thing to discuss, and that is uh, for 3DS owners, if um, Mario & Luigi Dream Team and Mario Golf World Tour weren't enough this summer, you have another game coming this summer to 3DS. Although this isn't a new game, it's a remake. It's, uh, well, Donkey Kong Country Returns, basically Returns, um, <laughs> but uh, it's the Wii version, and uh, it's coming to 3DS, um, so they're kind of remaking it for the 3DS now, um, and um, coming this summer to the 3DS. Uh, if you want to kind of get an idea of what it might look like, there is a 3D trailer on the eShop now that you can download and check out, so definitely do that. Um, I did that, and I never played the Wii version. I was never too big on the Donkey Kong games. Um, but, uh, you know, I did watch the trailer for this, and uh, it was kind of neat and 3D. Um, I still don't think I'm going to get it, but uh, I feel like because it's a remake, I feel like a lot of people that wanted it probably got it in Wii, and I don't – so far they haven't really said anything to me that would think that would convince people to buy it again on 3DS. Like, it doesn't seem like there's any crazy new thing that it's going to have, but I guess they really haven't gotten too much into it, so I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. What about you guys? What do you think about this game? Yeah, it's a great, it's a fantastic game. Um, I don't really, it's one of those games, though, that I think um, even though it look it looks great, um, plays great and everything, I think it probably could have been, you know, a late GameCube game as well. Um, they probably could have pulled it off on that. Um, but uh, I think the same as you, like, I... I don't know how many people are really going to repurchase it if they already have it on a Wii. And maybe that's the thing. I don't really know how well or not how well that game sold. And so maybe they they realize it's a great game and they're giving it another chance on the 3DS because that install base, maybe, I don't know. Um, but from my own point of view, it's a fantastic game. I won't be repurchasing it just because I do own it on Wii. Um, but I do highly recommend it um, for any platforming fan. It's a it's a great game. It is it is challenging. It's a it's a tougher game than even like Mario, you know, New Super Mario Brothers or something like that. Um, but it is a it's a really really good game. I pretty much agree with about everything that you were saying. Um, it is an excellent game on Wii, and I'm sure the 3DS version will be just as good. But it's just the thing that I already have it on Wii and. It really just came out like two or three years ago, so I'm not pitching to go through that challenging game so soon. I mean, I might wait if they have like one of those sales where it's like $20 or whatever. I might think about getting it, just have a copy of it or whatever. But as of like a launch, like this summer, I'm almost definitely passing on it. But it is a very great game. I would definitely highly recommend it to anyone that hasn't played the Wii version. 
I know some people had trouble with the motion control part with using the Wii controller, and obviously now they'll have that mapped to a button on a 3DS most likely, as it's not quite the same as moving the Wii remote up and down with, the, with mm-hmm. comparing that with the 3DS. So that will likely be fixed, and it'll be nice. I mean, Ross was also kind of saying how we felt, asking us how we felt about these kind of ports, and from like a Wii to 3DS, it's kind of not the best taste in my mouth right now because it's kind of just so recent. But if it was something from like Super Nintendo coming like being ported up, I'm probably more likely to consider something like that, like how they redid Ocarina of Time 3D for the 3DS. I did get that one because I haven't had the original for a while, and I ended up actually selling my original copy on the Nintendo 64. So I was happy to get that game back again. Yeah, I think uh, kind of similar. I would go back to and comment about um, the game itself. That one thing that I, I mean, it might be still there on the 3DS version, but it's going to be a little different. Is the multiplayer um, one of the cool the factors that you did have on the Wii version was the multiplayer and be able to play you know co-op through through the game, um, which is kind of cool. Um, that it might be there in the 3DS, but you actually have to have two different systems. Um, I don't know if they'll have download play. I kind of doubt it, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, just to comment on you know that the whole overall question about the ports and everything, I, I like it. You know, when it's a really good game and it's been you know maybe one or two generations separated, separating it. But yeah, when it's like from Wii to 3DS, it's like, but I just I just played that game. Um, why are they remaking it already? So I'm not, I, those games don't get me that excited, but the ones, yeah, like you said, like the Ocarina of Time, you know, bringing that um, to the 3DS, that's that's cool. Um, but, yeah, that's just the one generation, or not even that separating doesn't excite me that much. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's it for, uh, so that's Donkey Kong Country Returns on 3DS. And that ends it for the Nintendo Direct. Um, so lots of stuff, basically. So basically two back-to-back awesome Nintendo Directs, um, with lots of uh, game announcements and release dates and, and things like that. Um, so that's about it. Uh, if anybody has anything else they kind of want to add to this discussion, check out our forums and uh, join in on the post there. You know, Let us know what you think about Nintendo Direct and these games in particular. Um, and uh, just other little quick notes as well. Um, last week, Iwata mentioned in the Japanese Nintendo Direct that he said next week, which would be this week, um, there's going to be a third part, a, a Nintendo Direct on third-party 3DS titles, specifically from Japan. Um, so nothing necessarily that you know we might care too much about, but might be some other interesting things. Who knows if they know? Um, so no word yet on when that's going to happen, but supposedly this week sometime. Um, and uh, F-Zero is going to be available tomorrow for 30 cents. Thanks to Greg to, for reminding me about that. But um, So for those that, you know, the 30th anniversary of the Famicom celebration thing, um, Balloon Fight was on sale. So I believe that means today is the last day then for 30 cents for Balloon Fight. So if you haven't gotten that, go get that now because um, it's 30 cents. And it's awesome. Uh, but F-Zero is tomorrow then for 30 cents. So check that out. Um, and then just in general, just because we're all gamers here, even though we're Nintendo fans, um, you know, we're also gamers. So for anybody curious about what Sony has to bring to the table, their PlayStation 4 reveal is going to be tomorrow, I believe, 6 p.m. Eastern time. I think it's going to be streamed live and everything. So if you're curious as to what Sony has to offer, then um, 
discuss coming up. So depending on, you know, what the news is in the next few weeks and so, well, then we might, you know, have some discussion topics and future podcasts on just the state of the gaming industry with Nintendo compared to other systems and that kind of thing because there's going to be lots of Wii U comparisons with, you know, the PS4 and the next Xbox and everything. So uh, definitely something to kind of keep an eye on. So that's what's coming up in the uh, the gaming world and everything. And uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, discussion on the Nintendo Direct this week. And stay tuned for our next episode in two weeks of this podcast on March 5th. Uh, that one's also going to be at 8 p.m. Um, then either the episode after that or, you know, something like that might return back to 9 p.m. But at least the next episode, March 5th, is going to be at 8 p.m. Um, so stay tuned for that. So thank you guys for joining in. Thank you to Roth and Vipnino and the other guests that kind of popped in the chat as well for joining in, in the chat room. And, um, yeah, hope you guys uh, enjoyed. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later. See you later. Yeah. yeah. Whoops, sorry, hit end call instead of end on the talk show recording. So if you're listening, have fun listening to silence, and now is the true end. Goodbye.